0: Hi, today I'm here with Matt of Prilo. What's up? <laughs> hey. So, were you born in Glen Rock? No, well, I was born up- on the
1: 79th Street. And I lived with my parents for a couple of years, and then we moved to Connecticut.
0: Yeah.
1: And then we moved to New Jersey.
0: Oh, okay.
1: Yeah. And then I moved back to New York when I was 18, and that's where I met Jesse.
0: Yeah. Mm-hmm. So were your parents born there as well, or where are they from?
1: My dad was born in Bronx, and my mom was born in the house that we moved back into in Jersey. Oh.
0: Yeah. How do you describe yourself like growing up?
1: Uh, well, I feel lucky to have lived in all those places really close to New York. Mm-hmm. And I probably wouldn't be doing, or had the same opportunities I've had if I grew up somewhere else. Yeah. We would just go into the city, on the weekends, once we were like old enough to do that, and that was the thing. Um, uh, yeah, it was definitely influenced who I am.
0: Yeah, but how about your personality itself? Like, how would you describe your personality?
1: Um, like unforgettable and authentic, and I, I don't <laughs> know. I, that's, that's, uh, I was sort of like quiet, I guess, but also. I think I'm in between introvert and extrovert, Mm -hmm. and I can also slide to either side at any given moment.
0: Yeah. And were you into school, like, growing up?
1: Not really. Well, as soon as I realized I wanted to do music, that was sort of the plan, and I figured that out when I was 15, and I broke my leg. And
0: from, from sports or? Yeah,
1: I was playing sports. Oh. I was not going to do anything with sports. What sport but, um, was it? I, I was playing soccer and I broke my leg. Um, then I just sort of stopped playing sports after that and just did music. Like, yeah. that was the thing. I quit all the sports. And
0: um, <laughs> did you start off with a certain instrument or?
1: Yeah, I was playing piano since I was five. Wow. And then I started producing basically when I couldn't walk yeah injury and then kept going with it until and now i
0: yeah. tr- <laughs> <laughs> and with piano is that something that your parents just like put you gave you lessons or did you want to pick it up
1: i don't remember in the very beginning but i was they put me in like this yamaha school where it would be like a bunch of kids meet every weekend and everyone sits in a circle with like these Electric pianos Mm -hmm. and everyone learns a part It's sort of like a band for like preschoolers and everyone would jam their part in a circle Oh! And then they would go around the room and everyone would get to like improvise their own section Yeah, I wish I had those recordings actually (laughs) I I don't really remember much of that, but Mm
0: -hmm. What kind of music were your parents playing in the house when you were growing up?
1: Beatles uh, Simon and Garfunkel, Van Morrison, but my cousin put me on to all the New York rap that was going on oh. in like 1999. Yeah, like around 1999, and um, I remember my aunt gave me a Nelly t- cassette tape,
0: Duh. and then
1: I was hooked. After by the time like Blueprint One came out and. Mm-hmm. I remember I, like, snuck, I didn't shoplift it, but I like, <laughs> s- I got my hands on, like, a Source Volume 5 hits. Yeah. And that had a um, Next Episode by Dr. Dre.
0: Damn. And that
1: had some, uh, that whole album had some piano on it, and yeah. I was, like, kind of into that, mm-hmm. you know?
0: Did you start off, like, more hip-hop and rap, the music you made, like, compared to now?
1: Yeah, for sure. Like, my, the first beats I made, we like sampled beats, kind of like early Kanye or Just Blaze stuff. And I was doing that from like 16 to 23, I think. And then I met Jesse and we combined our influences and tastes. And Mm -hmm. that's pretty much how our sound happened.
0: What do your parents do for a living?
1: My dad um, works in insurance. My mom was a teacher.
0: Oh, where do you think you got your creative side from then?
1: My mom's side of the family is really musical, and they all grew up jamming on piano and guitar in the house. Oh, that's my cool. My grandpa was a church music director.
0: Oh, wow. Yeah. So did you already know that you like could make a career out of music from the onset?
1: Uh, I sort of just told myself that I could, but mm-hmm. I didn't. When I first started, I was thinking I would just sell beats online, Yeah, which, which was the thing to do then. It was like SoundClick and I uploaded all my instrumentals onto MySpace and tried to yeah. sell them there. Did it work? Uh, well, I joined up, I met this kid one summer and we formed a, a production duo and working with him we got... A Lloyd Banks placement and a Cool G Rap placement. Oh, wow. And some really, I don't know, there's like, um, there's a rapper from New York named Bathgate. Sort Mm -hmm. of just like we were getting little placements here and there. Yeah.
0: Yeah. What were your favorite subjects back in high school?
1: Philosophy. Yeah. Um, I think English. Hmm. In high school we also I also had like a music production class.
0: Oh wow. So that was
1: definitely the, the best part. Yeah.
0: That helped you out a lot, like For
1: sure. technical yeah. stuff. I had a teacher named Mr. Helder who would like kind of walked me through and showed me really early on how to use a DAW.
0: Yeah. And
1: it looked it looked sort of like, like a really old school version of Microsoft Paint. <laughs> oh made my god. And stuff. Yeah. yeah.
0: And then after high school, um, did you want to get a college degree? Like you went to NYU, was that something that you wanted to do or did your parents kind of want you to get a degree?
1: Um, I was sort of just... felt like everyone around me was doing that and that mm-hmm. was the thing to do. I think like two kids in my high school didn't go to school. So I just went that way. Um, and in my first year at NYU, I actually was thinking about just dropping out
0: oh wow
1: but then I found out about this program that was better suited for exactly what I wanted to do in music so I stayed
0: what was the initial program that he signed up for
1: music technology and I thought it would be like beat making and producing and working in a studio but yeah. the first year was sort of I remember one of the first assignments was we had to take apart a tape machine and then put it back together. Oh,
0: like actual... <laughs> yeah, it was, we were like yeah. on the
1: floor, like taking... Things, and I just, I didn't know... Other, the other kids knew how to solder and I knew nothing about that. Yeah. So I just felt like I was in the wrong place.
0: Mm-hmm. Looking back, do you think you can get to where you are now? Uh,
1: like with the degree or... Uh, I couldn't say, but I definitely learned a lot of valuable stuff just through the classes that we took and meeting all the people I met by moving to New York when we mm-hmm. were that young. And we didn't really, we haven't left since, so. Yeah. The people I met early on are still my best friends, and they're all doing creative stuff.
0: Mm-hmm. And, and how did you meet Jesse?
1: We transferred into the same class, because he had the same situation his first year, and we each wanted to find something new.
0: Yeah. Yeah. And- the music that you make, that's kind of different from like the early like rap stuff that you did. What made the change?
1: Just Jesse. i still working with Jesse. Yeah. I'd only, I'd never really worked with a songwriter
0: oh.
1: or a guitar player. So as soon as we started working together, it was I don't think we really changed what we were doing. Mm-hmm. We just played off each other. Yeah. And I still think about it the same way. Mm-hmm. I still make a beat like it's for rap.
0: Yeah. You know? Would you ever think of, like, starting your own, like, solo thing just to do, like, rap stuff and get more into it?
1: Uh, I wouldn't rap, but... Like beats? I would definitely want to go as far as we can and focus on prelo. Yeah. right now. Mm-hmm. I don't know what the future will bring, but yeah. I wouldn't say no to that.
0: What about Jesse? Did it click to you that you would want to form a duo with him?
1: Just the first song. The first song we ever finished was Mistakes Like This. And that was, that's still one of our favorite songs we've done. Yeah. Then after that, we were sort of just thinking we should keep going. And we made some more songs. And then I think after, like, the third one, we decided to form a group. Yeah. Or a duo.
0: But before that, did you go under a different moniker? Like yourself? Yeah.
1: So when I met Jesse, I was working with the the guy, Roger, who I was talking about before. And Mm -hmm. we were called the Insurgency. And, um... After I met Jesse and started working with him, I just sort of just focused on Prelo. Yeah. What would become become Freelow.
0: And during one of your classes, was it this guy called like David that's super influential and talked and you like worked with him a lot after?
1: Yeah, David Kahn. He yeah. came into one of our classes and we everyone was sharing their music or their ideas and stuff. And we played mistakes like this, a really early version of it, and he was just Damn. emailed us later. Yeah and said i'm down to work on this wow if you guys want to and yeah. we looked at we were thinking That he did the strokes he's done paul mccartney yeah. he did the early Crazy. lana del rey stuff so we were really stoked about that we just did it and the, it really all three of us meshed yeah and our ideas complemented each other we still work with david we don't oh. work with him forever oh yeah. damn
0: After you graduate, did you just do, like, pre-lo full-time, or was there something in between?
1: We signed, um... I remember the day... The day before I had a little graduation party with my friends and family, we signed the deal. Oh, wow. So there was really no in-between period, you know? Yeah. But, um, we were definitely really not thinking... We were really new to the industry, and we didn't think about things... Like that, so we were so green in the beginning that we, mm-hmm. weren't, we were kind of naive to how things worked.
0: Yeah. What, what, what about during that time have you learned?
1: Consistency and once you get momentum, you can't let it go or else it's really hard to get it back.
0: Yeah. yeah. So at the beginning, were you just not consistent or what?
1: I think we were figuring out... It was taking what was just a, a project for fun and turning it into something where we could deliver and to our standards and what people around us wanted us to do mm-hmm. um and we had to sort of teach ourselves how to do that and like rein ourselves in creatively and it was sort of, we, were, we were like cutting our teeth in how to like be a band by the time we were signed already yeah i feel like now we're we're we've sort of figured that out and We're sitting on a bunch of music and we're ready for it to come out and snowball into something big.
0: How do you think the music has changed from the early songs that you guys made together?
1: The way we think about it doesn't really change. Hasn't changed. I think we were doing stuff naturally back then that people thought we were doing in a calculated way. Or Mm. that we were consciously trying to blend genres together. Yeah. So people would describe us and people who listen to rock would describe us as rock acts in how they heard us and then people who were more hip-hop would hear the hip-hop stuff yeah and I would say now after in the beginning we would that was kind of messing with our heads a little bit Mm. so I would say now it's getting back to the pure collaboration place where we're just coming with what we like and what we were doing naturally when we first started to work together and not trying to force something to sound rock or sound more hip-hop yeah i feel like like some of the music we're coming going to come out with is maybe closer to our early stuff now
0: oh and
1: in how it feels
0: yeah what would you say have been your biggest challenges so far
1: i think we we, we're perfectionists Mm -hmm. and um It's taken us a long time to finish music Mm -hmm. because we're working on it for so long. It's not like we're, that yeah, I think the challenge now is to keep the same level of quality and keep up with the artists who can come out with a really steady stream of content through, it's sort of like, I think rappers have a more compartmentalized process where there's a producer and then the producer comes in and brings 10 beats and then the rapper can come in and rap over all 10 beats and we yeah. might get five songs out of that.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And we feel like we live in that same world more so than like a rock band.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: So our challenge right now is to figure out how to compete and with those guys Yeah. Basically.
0: How would you say you've grown as a person since when you started?
1: In terms of my creative life, I finally feel like we're sh- more sure-footed in how to navigate working with the label, how to keep our fans engaged, and to keep ourselves creatively satisfied. Mm-hmm. Um, and those three things feel like they're coming together, or we're achieving a healthy balance with, with those things yeah. in the past couple months. hmm
0: Last question, mm-hmm. what do you want preload to be remembered for? And what do you want to be remembered for?
1: I just hope that people are moved emotionally by what I make. Mm-hmm. That's pretty much my goal yeah. outside of satisfying myself and feeling good about making music and enjoying writing.
0: Yeah, I think that's cool. Thank you so for much. <laughs>